Guess who's back? Back again. It's your boy, Scott, a.k.a. Baker Turtle here, back with another episode of the podcast. And today, guys, today we're going to be talking about um, the whole controversy surrounding Joe Rogan at the moment here, early February 2022. And I'm going to basically transition that into talking about the value of freedom of speech and why that's important, why um, censorship is should be um, done very cautiously and a bunch of other stuff like that. But before we get into the episode and the whole podcast and everything, please, if you guys don't know, you know, this I, I am very, very close to my 100th uh, total episode of podcast. Um, as some of you know, this podcast consists of just these one-on-one talks. I have fight companions sometimes. I also talk about One Piece. So there's a lot of different things I talk about here on the podcast. But if uh, putting them all together, I've done almost uh, about 100 episodes. And that's, um, I'll be doing like a special 100th episode. I th- the problem is I don't really know exactly which one is the 100th because I've done podcasts in the past and I've released them and then I've like started over the podcast. And so depending on where you look for my podcast, I might have some episodes missing, maybe some extra episodes. So I'm just going to kind of generalize it to the next, like probably the, th- uh, the third one after this one, because I have two coming after this one that I've already recorded. Um, So after these next after this podcast episode and then the next two, then the the ones after that, the one after that will be my 100th celebration. But um, and yeah, you guys can check me out the podcast at Baker Turtle everywhere, Spotify, uh, preferably. If you listen there, please rate me uh, there. I would greatly appreciate it. And you can also listen to me pretty much everywhere else. Just type in Baker Turtle. If you have any issues, hit me up. I can give you the RSS feed so you can add it to whatever um, place you listen to podcasts. And I am on social media at Baker Turtle 17. So if you guys want to check me out there, uh, you can. But let's go ahead and get into the whole controversy surrounding Joe Rogan. As some of you may know, um, there's this huge, huge, huge campaign. It's everywhere I look on social media, everywhere. I mean, because Joe Rogan's so popular. But there's this huge campaign against him uh trying to get him canceled trying i mean i don't even know what their goal is because you can't really cancel joe rogan um he doesn't have a boss he doesn't work for anybody so he you can't really stop him from doing what he already does um but i guess people are just upset and they want him deplatformed they just want you know i guess they're trying to change the zeitgeist idea of who joe rogan is and you know for some people it's you know it's, it's working but for the most part, this is a huge backlash against the whole canceling uh, of Joe Rogan. A lot of people are coming out in his defense, rightfully so, because Joe Rogan's an amazing guy. And um, he and I may be like, I don't know, I guess that's a little controversial to say nowadays, but 
Um, I've been a huge fan of Joe Rogan for years, um, years before he was ever um, like super, super popular. He's super popular now, but um, before the whole Spotify thing, before, um, you know, he's before he's been trying to get canceled before the whole COVID stuff and everything. You know, um, I've been listening to a lot of episodes. I've, I've listened to pretty much from the beginning um, his, you know, his rise through the podcasting platform. And he's one of the main inspirations for myself starting my own podcast. So I guess I am a little bit biased here in this discussion of Joe Rogan um, because, you know, I have a lot of experience listening to him. But um, if anything, I feel like that may uh, give me a sense of credibility and like knowing who Joe Rogan is. I've listened to him and, you know, the, to me, there's not a mean bone in that guy's body. Like he, there's nothing, um, you know, he, he often will admit that he doesn't know shit what he's talking about. And, you know, I even do that too sometimes. And I think that's a good idea, good thing to do to let people know that, you know, whatever you're talking about, you're not an expert in, you're not, um, as well researched as you could be um but i don't think that is you know uh, a way to bar entry of speaking on the topic it's not like you need credentials to speak on things you know this is and i guess maybe it's a little different because it's on spotify and it's a podcast and it's um popular mm-hmm. but if you just look at the general sense of what he's doing he's literally just talking uh to people and asking questions and he's um he's not like forcing people to listen to him it's not like he's on a tv time slot like if you're going to listen to him you you have to go looking and searching for him um otherwise you really don't have to listen to him um and he's not shoved in your face or anything maybe because people talk about him but you know, there's, I don't know, I, I, it's all a choice to listen to him. And he's talking about whatever he feels like talking about. He's not breaking any laws. It's his own place. He's started his own recording. Like, just what I'm doing. I'm just sitting here chilling in my car with my phone recording myself talk out loud. And uh, I don't see how you could see that as bad. Um, some people think, you know, spreading misinformation is bad, but then we can get into that whole conversation about what is misinformation and, um, are you even allowed, are you allowed to talk even if what you might say could be misinformation? All that stuff is, you know, we can discuss that a little bit later, but first we'll take our first break here and, um, and then we'll talk a little bit more about what specifically people are upset about with Joe Rogan and then, um, yeah, we'll go from there. So this next song, Handlebars by Flowbots. Uh, great band, great song. Check them out. Here we go. I can ride my bike with no handlebars, no handlebars, no handlebars. I can ride my bike with no handlebars, no handlebars, no handlebars. Look at me, look at me. 
me, hands in the air like it's good to be alive. And I'm a famous rapper, even when the past are all crooked D. I can show you how to do do I can show you how to scratch a record. I can take apart the remote control, and I can almost put it back together. I can tie a knot in the cherry stem. I can tell you about Lee Ferrickson. I know all the words to De Colores, and I'm proud to be an American. Me and my friends are platypus. Me and my friend made a comic book, and guess how long it took? I can do anything that I want, cause look, I can keep rhythm with no metronome. No metronome, no metronome And I can see your face on the telephone On the telephone, on the telephone Look at me, look at me Just call to say that it's good to be alive In such a small world, I'm all curled up with a book to read I can make money, open up a thrift store I can make a living off a magazine I can design an engine 64 miles to a gallon of gasoline I can make new antibiotics I can make computers survive aquatic conditions I know how to run the business And I can make you want to buy a product Movers, shakers, and producers Me and my friends understand the future I see the strings that control the system I can do anything with no resistance Cause I can lead a nation with a microphone with a microphone, with a microphone And I can split the atom of a molecule Of a molecule, of a guys great song listen to that one i like that song because uh you know it talks about i can do this i can do that like i can you know um if you start like the beginning of the song it's really simple it's just like it's very individualistic very just like me personally i can ride my bike with no handlebars like you know i can um you know i can tell you about leaf erickson you know like it's just all these things that are like very individual and as the song progresses like it's bigger and bigger things I, I can like I can make machines immune to aquatic conditions. I can um, lead a nation with a microphone. I could uh, send a person to prison just because I don't like them. You know, I could, you know, all these things. It, it's uh, you start to realize that the song is about humans like I, the I, the subject in the song is uh, humans. And you listen to it again, thinking of it that way is like humans can do a lot of things. Humans control the world. You know, you can uh like lead a missile by satellite you know we could uh, you know subject the world to a holocaust and uh you know give out a million vaccinations and you know heal and you know and destroy and everything like we have so much power 
and um but you know we can also love so uh but that's that's uh I, that's handlebars by flowbots but you know let's talk a little bit more joe rogan so um as you know some of you should know he's the most popular uh pretty much popular like interviewer of all time um there was a recent like uh image showing his listenership is that a word listenership i don't know his listenership compared to like other like national news stations and he gets an average of like 11 million uh listeners per episode and uh that's an average you know some episodes more some less obviously but and then also even uh some of his earlier ones were a lot less so like lately he's been getting a lot a lot more listeners been you know just been getting more and more and more popular um even when he did uh sign the exclusive deal to spotify to be exclusively hosted there um before he was pretty much everywhere you know he was he primarily hosted on youtube but he would distribute his podcast you know like through stitcher you can find out any podcasting platform like google podcast apple podcast anywhere you can get a podcast the joe rogan experience is on there um but then you know he signed that hefty uh contract 100 million dollars to be just spotify and uh i guess joe said he made that switch because he was you know tired of being um demonetized and censored on youtube and uh also to being able to play music and he just you know when he was on youtube he always had that in the back of his mind like oh this could probably get pulled down or claimed or you know blocked or whatever if he plays a certain video or plays a song whatever um he was very conscious of the whole youtube banning thing as he was doing the podcast and so switching to spotify kind of just like relieved his anxiety of having to worry about can i show this can i not show this whatever and uh i I get that but the thing is that when he did make the switch um you know all the episodes from that were everywhere else got taken down and then even then spotify took down some of the episodes so now there's some episodes out there um that are not available pretty much anywhere legally like you can't listen to it because since spotify is exclusively to joe um then uh you know the ones that they took down you can't find them anywhere else um but lately you know with the whole pandemic and everything uh the social media platforms and this this isn't i guess this is more of just a uh uh a testament to like how the culture is since the pandemic but it's a lot more of like cracking down on misinformation and you know during the pandemic <laughs> that was when um regardless of who it was it was just you know a lot of disclaimers a lot of like um notes being added to tweets and instagram like little disclaimers and um uh things saying that this could be misinformation misinformation that's that's the buzzword nowadays misinformation and to me that's just uh you know, it's like 1984 talk. It's 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 news speak um, of, you know, basically anything that we don't like any information or that we don't agree with or we don't want you guys to hear about. So and I've seen that I, I, I can see this tactic going everywhere. And, you know, anything that you disagree with, you slap, boom, racist, slap, transphobic, home like homophobic, uh, bigot, uh, uh, white supremacist, um, you know, anti-vax, uh, um, you know, whatever name you, whatever you name it, like just any pejorative, any uh, derogatory term to describe someone like uh, you just that immediately discredits. It's it's a it's an effective tool to discredit whoever it is you're uh, talking about. And without um, any 
any responsibility or any work needed to prove it like it's that's that's the um that's the key thing like you can just say these things without having to prove you can call someone racist and then someone asks you how is they they racist uh they people tend to not want to answer or they do answer and it's not it doesn't uh prove it they just think it does and then when you try to have a discussion like well that doesn't mean that they're racist then it it, eventually the conversation kind of just you know uh, falls apart um if you just keep inquiring and questioning and going in and like well wait why how how and just if you keep trying to figure it out um usually um it's like there's not much substance and it's like it takes a lot of digging to find out that it's baseless um for example recently they're trying to label joe rogan as racist for uh for saying the n-word and and just you know just to avoid the controversy i'm even avoiding saying it just the word and that's that's what bothers me and i I even have an episode um about it about talking about the n-word um and I guess, you know, I guess it's, I guess it's a little cowardly. I guess it's a coward of me, uh, cowardly of me to, you know, purport that you should be able to say it in the context of like just saying what the word is. Because if somebody born, um, you know, new who, who hasn't uh, heard that word before and you say the N word, they're like, wait, what, what word are you talking about? What N word? And so you'd have to eventually hear the word to know what is the n-word what's the n-word um and so if you if if nobody ever said the n-word like i mean just you know hypothetically just do a thought experiment if nobody ever said the word anymore and then someone says oh like um um you know says oh they said the n-word uh people are not going to know what you're talking about you got to be able to say what that word is to know that that's the n-word this is the word you're not supposed to say so like I'll use a different word. For example, um, you know, we have we have notable cuss words and, and words that you're not supposed to say, like fuck, shit, you know, um, asshole, bitch, uh, you know, a bunch of different words. Right. But, you know, when, when it comes to kids, you say, oh, they said the B word or I say the F word. But you, someone says, what's the F word? And you say, you know, F word is fuck is the F word. So you're able to say the word fuck without, you know, calling without having any negative emotion in you like or okay maybe a better word would be bitch um or like cunt or like something that's usually used to to describe somebody right a bitch um or that person's being a bitch like you know you you know the difference between like man fuck that bitch you know like that's you can tell their intention behind the words of like man they have a lot of hate behind them you know they're really upset they don't like this person they're trying to use the worst possible word to describe this person because they're filled with hate and it's mean it's mean spirited right and then it's like, bitch. Um, but when you're just talking about the word, like, oh, you know, the other day I was listening and I heard, overheard someone say the word bitch. And I was like, wait, what the heck? And, uh, you know, that threw me off. Like, they, they, said, they said bitch. And I was like, wait, why would you say bitch? And so that example of me talking about it, I, I literally, I'm not having any mean spirit behind saying the word bitch. I'm just describing what the word is. And so that's the same thing with the N word. It's like, you know, people can use that word with a lot of malice and um, uh, mean-spirited and negative intent and trying to hurt someone and being mean. Uh, but then you can also use the word to just talk about what that word is. And um, and that's pretty much every single use that I've heard Joe Rogan say the N-word. Like, he has said the N-word because he's not a coward and saying, you know, like, thinking that word, they're just words, you know, like, 
Um, it's all about the intent and the context of what, and how you're saying it. And he's said it as like quoting other people. He's, he's quoted other people who have said the N word and he's just repeating their words or he's, uh, you know, talked about the word on how, how, how the word has been used throughout history, but find me a video where he's ever called somebody that like Joe Biden has. Like if he, there's clearly video of him, you know, talking about, um, black people using the N word back in like the seventies and eighties, um, in a way of like, he's describing somebody as that. And whereas Joe has never done that. Joe Rogan has never done, uh, called anybody the N word ever, ever. And, uh, um, to make the claim that he has, you got to prove that. And uh, I guess that's the campaign going right now because the first campaign about him saying spreading misinformation um, seems to not have uh, stuck with him. You know, they, they tried that for weeks and realized, you know, it's not really working, not doing anything. Even Neil Young, the, the musician, he's all threatening. Hey, take, it's either me or Joe Rogan. Take my music off Spotify or uh, and, um, if you're not going to take off Joe Rogan, he's spreading misinformation about vaccines and vaccine hesitancy. And it's just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, you know, like what, uh, where this, this, again, this is the whole misinformation thing. Like what is, give me the example of misinformation. And they'll just like say some bullshit say like, oh, like they'll, he'll say that vaccines are, you know, not as safe or, you know, this or that. And it's just like, okay, well, first of all, let's, you know, let's get some groundwork established of like, let's both listen or watch the clip together, watch where he's the context in which he's said it. And then we could talk about it then. But I feel like, you know, people are just jumping on a bandwagon and not really looking into things. And most people who are criticizing this and trying to cancel and trying to, you know, do this, haven't even heard like one or two episodes of Joe Rogan. And those things are like two, three hours long. And you got to be able to like, like, with without like without bias just like kind of just listening out of curiosity it was like hmm okay i'm gonna be open-minded and you know not have any preconceived uh notions in my mind about who these people are and how they are and you know just judge it from there and not not people are not doing that and uh it's a big big problem but i've been doing a lot of talking right now so we'll take our second break and it's a little fitting about joe because you know it's probably caused him a little a lot of problems uh lately with the whole spotify thing but this one is bleachers don't take the money
take the money yeah guys don't take the money it's a song about selling out you know like doing uh don't take the easy way out you know i guess in a way of saying that like don't you know even if things are hard don't just like give up you know if something is hard you fight for it and don't just be like all right give me the money i'm out you know don't take the money um and leave so you know when it comes to joe he's been a good job at like quote unquote not taking the money um but you know, lately it seems like he has been, you know, I, I just a disclaimer. I haven't looked into it as much as I, I probably should, but it seems to me that he has been kind of caving a little bit, kind of trying to reclarify his his words, and and um, he's been apologizing and doing this. I mean, I mean, if that's how you know, if he genuinely feels that way, all the power to him. You know, I'm not gonna, um, uh, you know, criticize someone for apologizing when they genuinely feel like they should apologize but if you're apologizing because you because you think it's the right thing to do um only because a lot of people are telling you that and there's a whole bunch of people against you and you're just kind of questioning yourself and doubting yourself um that's where i'm like you know you got to have a little bit more um you know what's the word uh um like not stoicism uh but like composure like uh you know like just being able to and like integrity being able to know that like to know yourself and know that no matter what you've been sticking true to your word you've been telling the truth you haven't been doing anything malicious and bad to anybody you're not doing anything to anybody you're not making people forcing people to make any decisions it's all choice freedom of choice and uh, and that's a lot of what you know the problem is now and you know the whole misinformation about the vaccines he's had a bunch of doctors on and i say doctors these are people who are well well credentialed like some some of them are like the most cited uh doctors in their field they've been um a professional in their field for decades they've actually done work it's not just you know uh theorizing and like academic it's actually been like actually uh uh, making things and and you know doing good in the world like uh, Dr. Robert Malone, the uh, one of the not the sole uh, uh, inventor obviously, but one of the ones who helped create the mRNA vaccine technology that we have now that are actually being used. So he's you know pretty well knowledgeable in in that area. And uh, Dr. Uh, I think it's Stephen McCullough. Um, maybe it's I don't know if his first name, but Dr. McCullough. He was another one. Um, you know he was probably one of the most most credentialed um scientists and doctors he's had on but you know because of how famous joe is he has no problem getting uh professionals you know these are people who know what they're talking about not just like some people speculating theorizing and you know actually spreading misinformation like what people think he's spreading misinformation is not like you're allowed to be able to question things and if you have like a uh um a government body or somebody you know some figure of authority telling you what is true and what is not true then that undermines the whole process of of how we discover truth in the first place you know um the whole idea of science in the first place which is that you know there is you know 
if you look at the the long arc of history, if you look at his, or you know look at how history breaks down, and the whole point of studying history so you don't repeat the same mistakes is that you know there's there's um, established um, ideas and facts and established like uh, um, uh, ways and mechanisms and and uh, of doing things, and then um, it becomes like the 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 norm it's been you know it's it's becomes the culture and then you know if you look at history then there's like some fringe guy who comes up and discovers something that is uh opposite to what the majority of the masses uh believe and they try to share it and they're ostracized and uh you know people tend to not like being told that they're wrong especially if they've been believing something for years and years and years their whole life and then they're told, actually, you know, what you've been believing this whole time is wrong. Um, and then they have the evidence and the science and the logic and the reasoning to back it up and to explain it and to rationalize it and show you how, you know, it makes sense. And then you'll experiment and you can test it and you can see how it works practically in the world and everything. This is this is not news, people, you know, it's, Educate yourself. Learn about history. Learn how you know we learned that the Earth was not the center of the universe. We learned that the uh, the sun was the center of the solar system, and we rotate around the sun. You know Galileo and you know stuff like this. Um, how you know he was um, ostracized by the church and everything. And you know at any time there's been newly discovered science or things that go against the um, the the mainstream, it's been you know fought against, but. That doesn't mean that they're wrong, you know, like and the thing is that you should be able to question uh, the the narrative of what's true, of what's true. You know, we're, it's there's nobody knows the truth. Nobody knows the truth. We all guess. We speculate. We can get close. We have like confidence. It's all about confidence percentages. And, you know, we have like and I mean, it's not really you can't really, um, uh, you know, statistically determine confidence levels i mean how do you measure confidence but you can like test things in the world and use your use the five senses and and experiments and that's how we discovered science you know by um using logic and reason to test things that we think are true you know that are that weren't previously believed to be true and so you know like it's life evolves that way like truth evolves like what we know to be true evolves it's like things change all the time about what we think um and so when it comes to new information about something that's pretty new like these mrna vaccines and like how masks work and the pandemic these aren't things that we know um because they're new like we've never really shut down a whole country like in a pandemic with social media and like being able to communicate this fast and and to so many people and millions and millions of people throughout the whole world and like do this so fast and on a scale this big that's never happened so um when people have ideas and um a hypothesis about the effects of these things then you can't just immediately shut it down without listening to the arguments. You know, you got to be able to determine that through the logic and the reason and use that stuff. But then they're even attacking that at the base of whole the whole logic and reason and, and an experiment and determining things are to be true and using rationality and 
and critical thinking, all that stuff. This being attacked as white supremacy ideas and like the whole math is racist because two plus two equals four. Like just saying, no, two plus two could be five. It's just like it's they're trying to undermine the whole foundation that we use to determine what is true or not so that they can just say what they want to be true. It's like it's kind of like creating your own fictional fantasy world because you just just because you say it's true um you can make it true and that and that that feels like that's the world that people are trying to come to fruition it's like but no 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 we don't we don't manifest the world and create the world how we want it to be and say this is true therefore it, it is true uh it's more of like the world is like objectively it just is we're here in the world and we're here to to, to discover what is true we're to uncover things that are already existing truth already exists it's just it's there you know you can't it's undisputable when it comes to truth but we can never find out what truth really really is because we're fallible we're we're, we're we have so many blind spots and uh psychological uh 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 you know what's what's it called uh like missteps or um um pitfalls that we can fall into and things that can can cloud our judgment and you know we know this it's, it's psychology we've learned we've you can i mean i would have to uh like go and do my you know homework and look through examples to to point it out but i'm sure you guys know like we we write stories we write movies we 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 i've talked about this many times where you you think something to be true in a movie or a book and then you boom plot twist what's a plot twist it's when you think something to be true and then boom you're wrong and that's the basis of figuring out what is true you can be wrong and people these people who thinking that joe is spreading misinformation are people who are arrogant and self-righteous and thinking that they know what is true and anything that is not what they agree with is misinformation, period. Not even like not even looking into the army. They don't even want you to hear hearing it because it's dangerous and it could um, it can make people vaccine hesitant. And it's like, so like, so what? Like, like, what if what if, you know, people are going to say, but they're not. What if vaccines aren't as safe as they're saying? But they are, you know. <laughs> Okay, what if think of a world? I mean, if you can't do this thought experiment, then the you know can't even like you can't even conceptualize a different reality than what you, then then that's what's gonna be your pitfall of like f- believing truths and then being like then being in a complete completely being thrown into chaos when you find out that what you've been believing isn't true after all. You know the whole cognitive dissonance thing. You got people have got to learn how to to recognize and admit when their preconceived notions, their preconceptions, their perceptions are off, that they're wrong, that they may have, you know, made an error somewhere and they have to readjust. And that's painful. It's, it's kind of like a, a, re, a death and a rebirth. You have to kill off the part of you that believed this and be like, wow, like um, and then restructure everything, how you see the world through a new lens because of new information that has discredited something you've believed in the past and this is what joe does all the time he he was always open to being wrong and new information could change anything and he's so open it's because people don't want to hear this it's because you know psychedelics have a way of making you more creative and open-minded and open and willing to accept that you could be wrong and humbling yourself and being like you know what we don't know shit i don't know shit i just think i know what i think um you know, you think you know what you know, 
Um, there's things that you know that you don't know. Like I know that I don't know uh, all the president's names, right? Uh, I probably could, you know, try. Um, but I know, like for example, I, I know all the. I don't. I know that I don't know all the na- world leaders of the of the world, right? But I can find that out. That's a, a whole category of knowing, right? I know that I don't know that. But there's a bunch of things that you don't know that you don't know. Like there, I'm sure there's. I, I can't even think of it because I don't know that I don't know it. And you got to be able to, to know that, too. And so when like one of Jordan Peterson's uh, good rules that he has from his book is to, you know, um, assume that that uh, the person you're talking to has something that they could teach you, you know, something that you could learn from everybody because everybody has a different life experience. They've uh, different uh, things that they've learned and takeaways and perceptions and way they've seen things. And perhaps they have a better uh a resolution of the world than you do um but my point here being is that when we're seeking truth when you're trying to figure out what is true in the world and what is how is the world how is the world uh you got to be able to say what you think you have to and and um that's that's the fundamental idea of freedom of speech because um truth is only figured out through talking to figuring out and then listening to how you could be wrong if there's people who do say you could be wrong and I try to tell this to to my girlfriend and other people I talk to is that when uh, when you're talking to someone and you think something to be true and then they say, wait, 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 you got it wrong there. That's to me, a light bulb immediately pops in my head. If someone's telling me, wait, you have it wrong there or wait, hold on, uh, you misunderstood that or blah, blah, blah. Then I'm like, OK, boom, this is my opportunity to get my structure of the world more accurate. Right. You can never be 100 percent accurate, but you could be more accurate and um, have a better understanding of the world. If someone says, hold on, you may have misunderstood that or maybe, uh, no, 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 you don't know what you're talking about or, you know, this or that is like, OK, please enlighten me. Let me hear your argument. Let's talk through this. Let's both use logic and reason to try to poke holes and let's try to hypothetically see how could you, how could you be wrong? How could I be wrong? What's possible? What's more likely? And then, you know, I've like I did, I did a podcast a, a, a couple months back uh, on critical thinking. This, this talks about that too, as well, because you're thinking about like, what are things where you, you know something to be certain, where something you know is not certain, and you know something to be for sure not true like there's different ways to go about and figure out what is true and what is not true and i feel like there's a whole um like uh what's the word like a whole depravity like depravity of that in the world of like in education it's a failure of the education system of not being able to teach people how to critically think and use logic and reason to figure out what is true and what is not true and it's it's a, it's attack on our fundamental fundamental beliefs and how we think and being able to talk and freely exchange ideas and it could be fringe it could be new information it could be something that's totally against the mainstream but that needs to be okay not that it like it needs to be okay to go against the main narrative otherwise you're just gonna stay stagnant it's like it's in you know in the world is made up of chaos and order and stuff things that you you are familiar with and things that you're not familiar with and if we're only going to stick with stuff that that is mainstream and what we're familiar with that's too much order it's going to become totalitarian too restrictive not enough like freedom of creativity and not not enough chaos to bring about new change to adapt to things because if you just keep everything the same 
time has a way of changing things. Time has a way of changing the world and what we believe to be true. So if you're not willing to update your information and update what you believe to be true, then you're going to devolve into to tyranny, into something that um, where you're just at excess of control. And um, I feel that, that that's where things are heading down with this whole censorship and and uh, and why when you do censor something, you have to be extremely careful because then you need to, you need to be able to humble yourself to know that you could be wrong. If you, you, it, it's it's important quality to have when you're a figure of authority of someone who's t- telling somebody what you know, how to uh, what policy is and like what is true and not and you know, having expertise and credibility and, and, um, um, what's the word? Like logos, pathos, and ethos. I think ethos is ethos, pathos. Yeah. I think it's ethos is where, you know, based on credibility. Um, um, but whenever you're, you're talking, like a good quality to have is humility and to be not to be arrogant and self righteous and to think like I'm right and I know I'm right and there's nothing you can say to change my mind. That is such a, a a backwards way of thinking, and it's gonna uh, it's gonna um, be your own downfall because something's gonna come along and and just show you you're wrong. And uh, people need a lot more humility in the world. But anyways, this was a, a long rant that I went on. I'm gonna take my last break, and then um, we'll finish up the podcast. Here we got "I'm Gonna Be" by Post Malone. Let's hear it up. guys so i'm gonna wrap up wrap up the podcast here with you know just my final thoughts but 
you know, I think Joe Rogan is a very important figure today because he is a um, he's a champion of free speech. He's, you know, kind of like a, the face of what it means to, you know, like liberty of freedom to do what you want to do. You know, um, if people don't know Joe's like whole story, you know, he's basically has fuck you money from, you know, everything he's done in the past. He's a comedian. So, you know, as a comedian, you don't have a boss like you, you, you it's a, you know, um, uh, self, you know, run business. Like you, 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 your own client, like you go and advocate for yourself. You go and, and just like how successful you are is just based on, how many people like you or want to see you and think you're funny. So, you know, he started there, you know, and built his way up into eventually having enough money to where he doesn't have a boss. You know, nobody is telling him when he can and can't work. He, he self-made, um, and you know, he does things he wants to do, not because he needs to do like he, he, when it comes to like who's gonna who's gonna fire Joe Rogan like what Spotify like he then he'll just go back to what he was doing which is like distributing to anybody who wants and like and I'm sure as soon as he'll if he leaves Spotify somebody's immediately gonna want to get him like there's no way no way he's gonna he can get canceled like he doesn't have a boss I keep saying that and um, anyways it's it's about you know freedom of speech being able to say what you think even if you're wrong. Because that's how we figure out, you know, that's how we figure things out. And you you shouldn't be afraid to speak on things that you don't know about. You just, you know, I guess people nowadays need that disclaimer of, you know, letting people know you don't know what you're talking about. Because I guess people assume that if you're speaking on something that you're trying to f- tell people and that this is facts and there's no way I can be wrong. But, you know, we need to go back to giving people the benefit of the doubt and assuming that, you uh, you know, there's that people are fallible and people can be wrong. You know, people can be wrong and it's okay to be wrong because that's how we figure out what's right, you know. Um, and we're going to be all, we're going to be okay if, you know, people believe something wrong for a while. You know, as long as, as long as f- free speech is available, then there's always going to be this of, there's always going to be the opportunity for someone to, to correct the truth and um and sometimes the correction is coming from a place you don't want it to come from like sometimes you know it just imagine you're, you yourself you're, you're you listening imagine one of the worst peoples that um that like worst relationships you have with someone maybe you like a, an enemy or maybe just somebody you just dislike and it could be somebody you personally know person somebody you don't know but it's just somebody you don't like you don't want to hear what they have to say um, but imagine you're wrong about something and they just happen to know, uh, what is true about it. And they're the ones to tell you, Hey, you know, uh, actually you got it wrong. And just because you don't like the person doesn't mean that, you know, what they have to say isn't true. So it's like, we can't, we can't use the straw man. Oh no, not the straw man, the ad hominem attack, the ad hominem, um, of just like, attacking the speaker, attacking the person who's saying the, the the truth, because it doesn't matter who the mouthpiece is, right? You know, you can say there, there could be a, a paragraph of what Joe Rogan says. And just because it's Joe Rogan, people be like oh, immediately dismiss him and say, like, oh, he's just spreading misinformation. But the same words, the same exact words can be said by somebody else. 
and then they'll believe it. And it's because about who is saying it. And that's a, that's an ad hominem that you can't just you have to take the argument for like the um, the the you have to. Oh, what's the what's the saying? You have to. Um, fuck, I'm always bad with like stringing my words together about stuff like this. But you have to take the the merit. There it is. The the merit of the of the argument. The merit of the conversation, regardless of who's saying it. Just like I don't know. I guess it's really hard for people to do. And um, but that's because you know us humans are fallible, and we have to remember that. That because so then when if someone says that they know the truth you got to if someone is not willing to to be humble and admit that you know hey i could be wrong i'm i'm sh- i'm not 100% sure but i'm pretty sure and here's why i'm sure because i have experience and i've studied and i looked at this and if anybody wants to come and debate me that's perfectly fine we can talk it out i can figure out you know i can say my arguments you can say your arguments we can put them up against each other we can see which makes sense we can maybe having even a third party who a third brain who can come up with things that maybe we both can't even think of because again we there's some things we don't know that we don't know and you know there's always somebody out there who could teach us something that we don't know because they have a different life experience like it, it if, if you follow the the logic if you follow the the circular reasoning of it you realize we should all be able to say what we think even if we're wrong because we're gonna get it wrong sometimes and and then that's fine even the, the government's supposed to be able to get it wrong too and i, I wanted to extend this uh disclaimer to extend this whatever to e- even people of authority like you joe biden the president himself has said that oh if you get the we know he quote we know that if we get these vaccines you're not gonna get the virus you're not gonna get covid and we know that that's not true. He's wrong on that. But like we get give them benefit of doubt. We're supposed to be OK with saying, oh, like these people who are in authority who are. Sub- and see, and this is a little less forgivable because they have the tools to get the right information. They're just being ignorant, like they're plugging their ears and they're not listening to the parts, to the people telling them they're wrong because there, there are people telling them they're wrong. There are people out there saying, hey. You know, you're actually wrong about that. And you still can get the virus if you're vaccinated. They hear that, but they dismiss it. And then once you do that, that's your fault that you don't know that because you have to be able to take every information with merit and say, like, oh, OK, maybe um, maybe they are right. Let's look into that. And, you know, even mistakes after that can still be made. And even, um, you know, like what's her name? Rachel Maddow from MSNBC. She's like, we know that the virus stops at every person who gets this vaccine if you have a vaccine then you're not gonna be able to uh catch and transmit the virus we know that's not true we know it because we have examples in real life it's been tested that's how you know what you're saying is not true when you're when your theory your hypothesis is proven wrong in real life and it's your fault when you don't update your information when you when you think something to be true and you're confronted with information that disproves what you believe, you're supposed to be like, oh, wait, I guess I was wrong. Now let me readjust and uh, and update what I think and believe. And then we can, you know, be a little bit more accurate and closer to the truth. But people double down because of the cognitive dissonance. They don't want to believe that they're wrong. They're arrogant. They're self-righteous. And they have a bunch of people who no matter what they say are willing to back up what they say and it's a bunch of yes people around them saying yeah you got it right don't listen to them they're just a bunch of anti-vaxxers and spreading misinformation and blah 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 guys what are we doing we got to be able to talk we got to be able to talk 
And that's why I support Joe Rogan and his endeavor and his podcast to try to figure out the truth. He's one of the most intent. Uh, per- per- he's one of the persons with the most integrity um, I've ever seen. Um, he's willing to admit when he's wrong. He's done it multiple times. Uh, and he is willing to listen to people who know more than him. He, he's very humble. He knows what he doesn't know. I mean, sometimes he, he can get a little arrogant about things that he thinks he knows a lot about. I mean, which is not to say that he's he does it like MMA, like he probably does know a lot about MMA, but that still doesn't mean that he can't be wrong when it comes to things about MMA, you know, just because, you know, a lot. I mean, the same goes for any other field of study of profession, like when it comes to science or, you know, um, uh, I don't know, like history or this or that. Like if you're even if you're an expert in something, Darius, you can still be wrong because you're human. You're not a god. You're not all knowing, not om- omniscient. We're not so because of that, we have to be able to talk and figure out when we're wrong. And uh, yeah, so anyways, that's the podcast, guys. I wanted to, I mean, I know that was a long conclusion, a long f- wrapping it up, but, and I went on a long rant here, guys, but this is something I'm very, very, very passionate about, about uh, freedom to be able to say what you think and and to be able to point out when shit doesn't make sense. It's very infuriating and frustrating for me when I see people uh like dig their head in in the dirt and sand and just sit and plug the ears and say la 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 I'm not gonna listen to what you have to say I'm just gonna keep believing what I believe even if there's information out there that d- disproves what I have what I believe I don't want to hear it because I want to just stay in my safe little God like it's it's so damaging to yourself and to others when you do that everybody needs to humble the fuck out of themselves realize you don't know shit you're just th- you know, trying to figure things out. And because you can be wrong when you're faced with new information that you don't think is true, look into it. Just look into it. And then if it still doesn't make sense, I mean, you're allowed to believe, you're allowed to believe wrong things. You're, everybody is, you're allowed to. Like you can, you can believe the world is flat. That's fine. But that doesn't mean that what you're, what you're saying is true or not. And just because, I mean, even if I'm saying the world is round, that doesn't mean it's true, but I have to prove it and and you can prove it. And that's the thing, because if you can prove something, listen to the argument, listen, and people need to do more listening. And that's why they're doing this uh, smear campaign against Joe, against all these people who are speaking out. They don't even want you hearing the arguments, because if you did, you would be like, whoa, this actually makes sense. Hear the arguments. Don't let people think for you. Don't let people tell you what to think. Don't let people tell you this person is racist if you yourself hasn't haven't heard them be racist. If you haven't come to that conclusion yourself and you just think, oh, I think Joe Rogan is racist. Why? Because I somebody else that I trusted told me he was racist. Uh, way to have someone else uh, create your own beliefs. Like, don't do that. Uh, believe what you believe because you looked into it yourself, figure things out, use your brain. You know, we're not stupid. You're not dumb. You can figure things out. You ha- you can find logic and reason. And if you don't know how to, you know, reason and rationalize things, fucking there's free education on the internet, free. You know, educate yourselves. Stop being lazy. Stop being cowardly. Find out the shit that you don't know and just go from there, guys. And I'm sorry for 
the way this podcast has gone, I guess, you know, I'm, I don't, I'm a little like out there, but you know, I'm, I'm hot. <laughs> I'm frustrated. I'm annoyed. And, um, yeah. And, I, and before I, you know, I make this even worse than it already is. I'm just going to end it here, guys. So thank you guys so much for listening to me, um, on this episode, very important episode for myself. Um, because like I said, I always do these podcasts for myself. It's a way for me to figure out what I think. And it's a, you know, you can't, you can't come to these epiphanies and find out what you truly believe until you actually lay it out yourself and and um, figure out if it makes sense. Because sometimes we say shit that doesn't make sense and we hear ourselves like, wait a minute, what I just said doesn't even make sense. And it's like, you got to have that self-reflection to be able to hear what you have to say, uh, what you think, and actually hearing it out loud. And then, like I said, being self-reflective and so, you know, um, um, self-critical and and then you can poke holes in your own beliefs and then you can up, up, update yourselves. This, what I'm doing here on a podcast, talking by myself for almost an hour, you know, this is, this is my, this is an exercise you can do that everybody can do to, to make, to double check and to, you know, self, what's the word? Uh, re- not reflect, but like, you know, check yourself um, about what you think and make sure that it makes sense. And uh, anyways, that's just, that's just all I'm doing. And that's why this is one is important because I'm able to, you know, think it through and come to these realizations that like, what the fuck are we doing? Like trying to, to cancel Joe Rogan who can't be canceled in the first place. And it's just like, you're just, you're, to me, it's showing your true colors and it's showing like your ignorance is showing when you, you know, try to say that Joe's spreading misinformation and that he's racist because he said the N word guys. Anyways, thank you guys again for listening to the episode. If you made it this far, I really appreciate it. Um, Until next time, peace out, everyone, and uh, peace and love. You know, just, you know, stay humble and spread love. You know, give it the benefit of the doubt. Everybody, you know, we're all related. We're all one human race. We're humans. You know, let's not, you know, divide and conquer. Let's not separate and, and be tribal and separate ourselves by every little mutable characteristic. Oh, I'm the blue eye club. I'm the brown eye club. I'm the, you know, ginger red hair club. Or, you know, I'm the, this is the you know, men only, women only, black people, white people, you know, um, college educated, not college educated, flat earther, you know, or religious, non-religious, atheist. Uh, I can go on and on. You can, you can split people up in, in so many different categories and then pit them against each other let's not fall into that guys we're all in this together we're all just trying to figure it out so we should be able to talk and i hope you're you feel i hope you feel the same way uh listening to this so anyways take care peace and love and to to you know send us off we got midnight city by m83 (laughs) 